What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Toronto Man's Podcast. It's your boy, Lalo. Yo, this RC Ross Clock. Bo, bo, bo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I still can't get over the song. I'm sorry. I can't get over it, bro. I've been bumping it on repeat since the last episode. Yo, if you want to hear it's it. It's a banger, bro. It's a banger, bro. If you didn't listen to the last episode, go listen to the last episode. Hear the classic Rob Ford Jamaican classic Ross. I think it's in the pantheon of reggae classics, dog. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we need baby. We need baby blue sound crew to like remix that shit up into like baby a new blue mix sound day. crew. Baby blue. Yo, I know you still have some old baby blue sound crew tapes oh, in your for sure. <laughs> they're just they're just basically tucked away with all the other things you copied songs off the radio. Yo, from. speaking of which, speaking of this, the, the box of old school shit. I was at my parents' crib. My parents are moving, right? Y'all know this. So I was at my parents' crib, getting rid of all my old shit. So I'm in my closet bringing down like my old boxes of like CDs and tapes and shit. And then you started singing like R. Kelly? Yeah, exactly. Yo, mad R. Kelly tapes. <laughs> mad, mad R. Kelly CDs, bro. All the old, I have, I have the whole collection. But yeah, went through all these, had like the old, yo, Dance Hall Explosion 99. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking... I bet you you even had Jock Jams, bro. <laughs> Jock <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pump up the jam, pump it up. (laughs) It was like a combined box of like all my shit, my sister's shit, like all of our old music. So like there was like 1993 Chris Shepard Pirate Pirate Radio. Chris Shepard Pirate Radio. You remember that shit? (laughs) Who is the dude with the ponytails? Was that him, Chris Shepard? Like the double. Oh man, man, those guys were hilarious. Old shit, man. So anyway, found the old baby blue mixtapes and shit. Everything was in there. Yo, do you do you even have anything to play that on? You got to keep that, bro. Um, but I don't know what's, I don't want to know, I don't want to run a, a red, what are they, black light? I don't want a black light over those tapes. <laughs> because Baby Blues, Sound Crew, like Babyface albums, if Lala had any of that, I know where those would go. Bro, I don't know when those were being you, used. Let <laughs> me tell you, that's, that the boxes of CDs, like these big boxes, like a crate. And it's like majority old school R&B. It's like, like majority old school R&B. Like I got all of the joints. Yo, these kids today i don't really throw that around but they don't know that you got a shorty coming over oh you go to spotify they literally have playlists on spotify called makeout songs bedroom (laughs) jams okay they're getting very specific they're like oh if you're dating a redhead playlist like this is how specific (laughs) their playlists are getting on there now right they don't know that we had to go hear the radio run to the disc player back in the day Record this song. Try you'd only catch the beginning. Then you hear some stupid DJ on it. Bro, nothing's better. <laughs> nothing's better than the 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 voicemail. So like you you'd have like the radio. <laughs> you know what I mean? It'd be playing the track, and then you like turn it down, like, and then you'd be like. Leave a message after the tone. I'll get back to you. You do, you do like the smooth slide voice after you turn the music down. Yo, the coordination with like the radio and turning uh, it down. It was so smooth. My brother had one of those pagers where you only had to pay one time, but then you got advertising all the time. So people would page him and then he'd call a number. And then in order to hear his messages, it was like the original YouTube. It was like in order to hear his messages, he had to listen to two minutes of ads from <laughs> like from Yo, like Bell or something like, like paging services your brother had. bro it was that's why it was one time no monthly service bro you just paid a hundred you probably got it from some brown mountains outside the Eaton Center <laughs> <laughs> he probably got it from Dave my internet guy that was probably Dave's first business bro <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry pray for my family <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yo, those are um bro 
how how bad would you yearn for those days right now? Now that we me and shut down, <laughs> they won't let me out. Yo, it doesn't have the same. Even an Akon chorus can't make shutdown sound palatable. We need Skepta shut down right now. <laughs> oh my god, bro! What I, you know? I say this phrase a lot in the series like like what is going on but like literally now i'm asking you it's not it's hyperbole fuck, it's, it's, it's not a reaction now, like it, what is happening here we're being governed okay. by a bunch of muppets man this is literally like this is, this is this is no the muppets brought me joy bro because they didn't have any real they didn't have any real agency so the muppets they, they were just living at the behest of these random humans they had no control of the muppets yo. i feel like we're being controlled by the two old guys on the balcony right now. <laughs> those cranky ass dudes bro. Yeah. yo bro no lie that's like you and me in like 50 years <laughs> we're gonna be- i'm down yeah. i'm down just be honest. Just but it's not just it's not going to be at the balcony at the opera it'll be like back seats at OVO Fest <laughs> <laughs> like Drake's grandson will be performing <laughs> it'll be like, yeah. like oh, you don't know what your papa did back in the day <laughs> <laughs> but you're right man it's like those two it's like that level of complete ass fuckery going yeah, on right now it's, uh, I don't even know how to describe it man it's and, and and like, like I'm starting from a position of COVID is a fucking nightmare. It's been a nightmare. No government or political institution, not even people. Like if you asked people even before that NBA dude licked up the trophy and everyone was like, oh shit, this is real. Right? Yo, like Rudy Gobert. Who like, Rudy Gobert. Like breathed on every mic and recorded you know what on I'm the gonna table. Say? I'm going to say, what a clown, but I wonder how many lives he saved. This is what I want to know. I wonder how many lives... Because that was the first domino. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even up until that night, I had people coming back from New York, coming back into the co-working space I was at. I did a comedy show the night before. Like, everybody was still kind of like, eh, eh, eh. The schools were going away, but everyone was still teetering like, nah, this is still some some Chinaman's thing, bro. Like, it was bare racism in these streets. Like, ah, this doesn't happen in Canada. Yeah. And then this fucking guy shut down the NBA and everyone's like, oh, the NBA shut down? Okay, every league starts <laughs> taking it seriously. So I just wonder. And then once sports get shut down, everyone's like, well, I guess I got no reason to go to a bar. So I watch, I wonder how many lives Rudy Gobert saved by being an idiot. All right? Yeah, for real. This is what I'm saying. Look, maybe he's the anti-waste man of the week. You know? Yo, we need sh- to- sh- yo shout out to Rudy <laughs> Shout out Gobert. to Rudy, bro. Shout out to Rudy Gobert. I know you made a fool of yourself. I know your NBA career is over, but- Maybe you save mad lives, dog. The and best maybe you how, gotta like, run with that. Right that that week when he did that, and then like all of the, all of the people on his team, they were all just everyone was cheesed at him. Like him and Donovan Mitchell were just like they were beefing. I know everyone yeah. was mad, but maybe he was the hero we all needed, bro. He's, he's yeah. the Dark Knight. He's the <laughs> villain we all. Need. He's the villain we all need. <laughs> Yo, it's a next level incompetence on this fucking government. Yo, which by the way, schools. So let's just get on this. Peel region decides to like shut down like last week. And then TDSB is like, nah, I think we're good. We're good. It's like, what are you doing, TDSB? And also, why isn't the government just stepping in and saying, no? Nah? Meanwhile, your boy, Minister of Education, Stephen Lecce, or whatever the fuck his Lecce, name is. bro. Yeah, this guy's like, oh, no, we're, we're listening to public health officials and we are going to keep the schools open. It's like, you're an idiot. Man's are, yeah. man's are waste. You're stupid. And it was one week too late. And now look at the spikes. Everyone thinks like, yo... Kids are kids are safe from this shit. There's no cases happening through the schools. Yo, real talks like kids are carriers, bro. I just that's just the reality. 
kids, yo, they're, yo, they're I, I already hate my nephews. Yo, dog, so. <laughs> so if they try to bring me COVID, they're getting they're getting stunners, dog. Like, <laughs> I told them straight up. I was like, bro, like this is out of obligation, bro. This is not love. Like this is obligation. Like you're you're my blood. You're my tribe. So like, man's gotta watch for you. But like, yo, I might toss you off a balcony. So yeah. don't be straight up. Don't get yo, it drop yo. off the top. Don't rope. get it Coming twisted, in, bro. See, here's the thing about schools that is I think the trickiest part is like I was talking to my nephew and like my cousin's kids on the phone. It's like, it's really hard on kids. Legit. Oh, like, like no doubt. No doubt. School is, is trippy. Like there's, there's serious setbacks. And I think like school is the economic driver, like shout out to teachers. They're doing their thing, but like, let's all just not acknowledge that a huge chunk of school is just so like all these parents can be like, all right, it's I can go to my care. job. It's childcare dog. Like yeah. we can't deny it. I know that your job is to be educators, but it's also childcare. Shit's an essential service, dude. Like we need you. You should be well paid, well taken care of. You know, summer breaks are nice still. You get some nice ones, but we're not dogging you for it. You need it. But like we need it. So I understand the challenge with shutting schools because it really does shut down the economy. But, 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 but it's a super spreader. <laughs> it's a super spreader. And y'all get a fucking plan. That's coast consistent. Like this, it's just at this point now, even when you're trying to be like pro safety and more on the conservative side of these things, which I am, like, I understand like people are always complaining about like, Oh, how come I can go to Costco versus like not go to my family's house? And I'm like, look, the truth is most people when they get together socially just end up shedding the rules, right? Like you drop a mask, people eat together. So I, I, I understand the difference between like stores that have sanctioned rules versus like everyone going to each other's house. There's a big difference. But dog, did you see that Yorkdale video? Bro, it felt like, it felt like, yo, Boxing Day circa 2015, yo, bro. Real <laughs> talk. Like I was, dude, I thought I was like, shit, I'm missing out on all the shorties. I woke up, I saw the video. I'm like, oh shit, I'm missing out on the Boxing Day shorties. <laughs> I started getting ready, bro. Like I was fucking like 25 years old again, like rushing out. I was calling my boy. I always, this boy, he's from Ottawa. He lives in Ottawa now, but he would come down during Christmas breaks and we go on Boxing Day. I called him. I'm like, yo, you want to reach for Boxing Day? Imagine like, just going to go Boxing Day just to go chop shorties. Chop. You think I'm going to go in a fucking store? Wait, you know what I used to like to do? Sometimes I would go into a retail store and be like, hey, can I return stuff today? Or because <laughs> you know they're like, no refunds. Chelsea, you don't know R- RC just sitting there at the mall just like, hey, shorty. Dude, Boxing Day was the best. We used to have this tradition where we would like go, go to the mall, walk around, not want to wait in any store, go home, pick up Popeye's, eat it and watch a movie for the rest of the day yeah, like that go. was that's a boxing day. that's a boxing day 100 <laughs> but it looked like that it honestly was like it was rammed it was rammed dude it was packed the driveways were packed yo it looked like it was a yo. opening night movie night like it was it wild was reckless boy then you see your boy dougie he's like folks <laughs> folks <laughs> yeah. why are you going to the mall folks yeah. <laughs> and, and i saw some of you guys coming out empty-handed you didn't even have bags in your hand what are you going to the mall for? A stroll? <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Yes, they are. You can't like you can't leave shit open and then be mad at people for going to it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Like it does like like we had periods in this country, which honestly, if we had done them more consistently and longer in Ontario, we would have been in a better spot. But we've had periods where, dude, we closed everything. Right. 
So if you're going to do this middle ground shit and you're telling people, yeah, 15% capacity, then people are like, okay, I'm allowed to go. You're the government. You're telling me 15% capacity in this fucking mall. All right. I'm going to reach. All the Somali mans are there. I got to link up at the Kribas. <laughs> Yo, we got to get to Warsawe. Like all the Somali mans are there. The Italian, you know, Yorkdale is like a weird hodgepodge of fucking. It's everybody. Inter- it's, a center, it's a center point. It's every, yeah. Everybody, bro. Somali mans hollering at Italabella Bambinas, housewives who are there spending their credit cards money because their husband's cheating on them like it's a very it's a very intricate mix man aunties are roaming there because it's got the best radius for walking <laughs> Yo, <that's> just, <laughs> straight up eh? that's where the old like old people doing their laps and shit <laughs> you know they talk about biodiversity that's why yorkdale is the most thriving economic center because it's got it's a diverse ecosystem <laughs> everybody is reaching bro and then you got all the mans pulling up to park so they can hit the subway like yorkdale is a wild <laughs> Wild land, bro. You can, you can, you can. It's, it's you know what that what is that HBO show with all the robots? Um, Westworld. Westworld. Yorkdale's yeah, Westworld, yeah. bro. You can have whatever you want there as long as you pay for it. <laughs> you want to see a bunch of Somali men go toe to toe with some Sri Lankan dudes? You can see that. <laughs> Yo, that would be a fight, still. Yo, I'm calling it. Who do you think? Somali squad, Sri Lankan squad. Going head to head. Well, because this is greatest warrior. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna make a Toronto man's greatest warrior edition. By the way, this is the first episode. This is episode number one. Somali man's versus Sri Lankan man's parking lot brawl outside of a Scarborough High School. Go. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So now we need to like consider like weapons that come with each side because both of them are coming like fifteen men strong. Right. Yes. There's no one one worship there. You never fight. One Somali man's or one Sri Lankan man. Nah, it, it's usually a crew. Facts. It's always a crew. There's no way it's gonna be just one on one. They're rolling up like like five Toyota Tercels on one side. <laughs> yeah, rolling up right. Yeah. Five Toyota Tercels and then one big black Astro van <laughs> rolling up from the other side. Like somebody's somebody's uh, like mom has a textile business, Somali auntie, and they all piled up in the back of that. They're rolling <laughs> out like a SWAT team, bro. So given that it's going to be like swarm versus swarm, yeah. uh, I'm thinking it's hard to say, but then you got to like factor in the weapons. So like I'm thinking mans are dealing with machetes on one side, maybe. <laughs> machetes, that seems very aggressive, bro. Like I you think people can I'm thinking, walk I'm taking, I'm taking it machetes? back to high, high school, bro. So high school, uh, extendo bars and shit. You know that's I mean? true. You know I, I mean? did see mans roll up with extendo bars and smash one guy's car, bro. Yeah, like fifteen. Up. It was a squad, riot squad, dude. Yeah. Or I mean, there was some ruthless mans who like who firebombed some guy's house back in high school. Okay, so that's like that's yo, next it's, level. It's some ruthlessness on both sides. You know what I'm saying? So these are both very dangerous. You're right because I've seen two very also for the record. Like yo, we're just the South Asian guys doing calculus, yo. Like just we're just here, man. We we don't rep no sides. Like we don't take no. Squads like it's you guys gotta warrior, do it, bro. There's like yeah, you guys gotta do it. We're just we're just objectively watching. Like I seen two different fights in Pickering because that was the worst. When when Scarborough mans from Sri Lanka, like Sri Lankan Scarborough mans or like downtown Somali mans came out to Durham, yo, it was a problem because yeah. some dude probably went to like some jam and like melt off, and then these guys were like, oh, rally up, Monday we're going yeah. in, bro. So I saw on the one side. Like one guy melted off and he got, he had this souped up new car and yo, like 10 mans just rolled in with pipes. I'm like, where do you even get aluminum piping? Did you stop at Home Depot <laughs> before you came here? Like, did you roll up to Home Depot? Be like, yeah, can we have 10 aluminum pipes, please? <laughs> <laughs> they rolled up. Meth mans. 
Man's juked it from their basement, like construction project. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> their poor uncle, Uncle G was just like doing construction. He's like, Abu, can I take this uh, pipe, please? He's like, what do you need it for? He's like, I'll bring it back. <laughs> How about the next day, the uncle's looking for his like metal pipe, looking for it. It's like, yeah, it's red. It? <laughs> it's piped up. Yeah. And then I saw a Somali man's once jump off a car like vintage Steven Seagal slash Wesley Snipes and do a spinning roundhouse in the air with his Timberlands on, kick the other guy, yell out, score, bro. And then they got in the car and they drove away. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm taking this one as I'm a draw. Think, dude. It's it's a close draw. So it's hard to, it's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. I, it's, it's a close draw. It's an epic fight. We don't want anyone to fight. dog. No, Maybe really. you guys just simulate it. Just yeah. get like Fortnite, make characters, battle it out. That's what I'm asking. You guys don't, don't actually bring this yeah. fight to life. Traumas does not condone violence. We're just saying we've seen some shit in our days as the nerdy guys who are walking around to calculus, bro. Yeah. We saw the fight and I'm like, all right, I got to go to soccer practice now. Yeah. <laughs> just, the teacher asks you something, be like, hey, listen, I know I'm student council president, but yo, we don't snitch. <laughs> <laughs> but yo, real talks. So yeah. if the province were to be like, yo, strict shutdown yes. for the next 30 days, like no half-ass shit, just straight strictness. Yes. No one can go nowhere. Go to the grocery store this weekend. Grab everything you need. You're not dipping for th- for for four weeks. Solid. No grocery stores either during That's four it. weeks. Heavy heavy lockdown. Gro- some grocery stores and pharmacies yeah. will stay open. Like basically what happened last March. That's it. Essentially. That's right. It. No one should be outside of their house. Police can be patrolling and shit if they see you out. If you're not out for a doctor's appointment, going to the pharmacy or getting some food, getting your half hour of exercise for the day of fresh air. You shouldn't be the fuck outside. Yeah. If would you give that up to have a normal summer? Yeah, I would. I think everyone would. I think everyone would. I think the problem is people don't believe in it. They don't believe it. It can happen because it keeps waffling. Because this government right? is just yeah, exactly. They've been because they're waffling. And what I want to know is what I want to know is this: who's actually in his ear advocating for shit? Because the data comes out. Toronto started the investigation. They're saying. First of all, there's something ludicrous, like two thirds of Canadians are qualified as essential workers. So everyone's an essential worker. Like, what does that term even mean now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if two thirds of people, it's like everything kind of started to go south when they announced that like first list back in March of like what's it was like, dude, it was like, it was like a law textbook. There was like 50 pages of companies on there, bro. Which is pretty much every business is an essential. Yeah, like influencers. Like, hey, if you uh, do titty pictures outside of the CN Tower, Essential. Like, 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 this is is like everybody's essential. Dude, bros, you do sandwich reviews outside of sandwich shops? Essential. Like, (laughs) the only people that got shafted out of this whole thing are are the gyms, the personal trainers, the salons, the beauty people. And and that's what, unfortunately, this data. Okay, I think there's this whole notion of like logic and sufficient, right? Like, necessary and sufficient. So, I don't know if those places haven't contributed to the COVID numbers because they've been shut down. So I don't know what the COVID numbers would look like if those places were open this whole time. But I do know that the data right now is saying like two thirds, and I believe this very strongly, is coming from like workplace settings, distribution centers, places like Amazon that are like not treating their people safely, right? Like, so it's like, dude, like, you so the, like it's like it must be these people who's in his ear right and you have and i know there are people and this is the thing that bothers me the most because you have a whole fucking generation especially young people who are getting it now people are like oh young people be more careful it's like they're not yes people are partying i did see some reckless shit y'all see that six buzz video where the mans were throwing telly parties with strippers dog <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like somebody's like, yo, we can't have a nice summer because y'all throwing telly parties. Like, yeah. bro, it's already unsafe to go to a strip club in flu season, dog. You're going to go during COVID? Like- <laughs> it's like your boy, Paul Pierce, who had like, who went on live with like a bunch of strippers in the background. Or, like he had like a live at his house and he's showing strippers and his homies in the background and ESPN let him go. See that shit this week? Did they? Yeah, for real. Paul? Yeah, man. Yo, Paul, Paul Pierce, bro. The truth. You think I could get like a quick lappy during the break? <laughs> is that a possibility? Or I, mean, I might try. I'll see how quickly I could get one. Be downtown and no traffic. Be downtown and back in like in like five. Let's take right. a break and let's see what I pull off. We'll be right back. And we back. Hey, yo, RC. When I saw that, when I saw that <laughs> telly video, bro, did, did I see you? Did I see you in the background? There? Like, yo, yo, man, I told man to, I told man to blur my face, dog. But I, <laughs> but they didn't do it. They were. They, it was the funniest blurring job because, like, you could see in the video that they're like trying to blur out people's faces, but instead they're just like blurring out half of a stripper's ass cheek, and then her whole face is visible. So it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like this, whoever did this blurring job, like, yo, step up your editing game, dog. <laughs> <laughs> just like, Yo, that's like, see, that's, this is a problem. Like when people do shit like that, like, first of all, I get it. You know what? People are fiending. They're going to have to come up with stuff like that more because dog, like RIP, like I heard that the brass might be turned into condos, dog. Bro, pour, pour, pour out a little, pour out a little for the, one of the OGs brass. Pour a little bit out, get your hand sanitizer, uh, rub all the cocoa butter off your face and all the glitter <laughs> off your face. <laughs> No, this is an institutional, apparently the family that runs up. Obviously, it's a family business. I don't know this family. I can already picture them in my head. <laughs> I can already picture this fucking family that owns the brass rail in my head. You have this like matriarch mom. I want to say Italian. Like I want to say Italian is that like maybe East, like Western European. I don't know. Like Italianos. It and they just like fucking started this thing back in the day. Toronto's most respectable established gentlemen's club. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a place where they make you feel like family. Oh, you don't get beat like up cheers, by bouncers. Eh? Yeah, it's like cheers, bro. Every scripper knows your name. <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently they're <clears throat> I mean, they were obviously last I think we may have touched on an early episode. Like they opened up in the summer. Immediately, 500 people got COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like, dude, people probably been getting COVID at the brass rail for years. They just didn't even, like, it probably was ground zero for COVID, dog. They just didn't know it was COVID yet. It wasn't identified. Like, probably a Chinese businessman from Wuhan was here and he's there at his, like, some white dude and who works in, like, securities mining or something was like, yeah, man, let's go to the brass, bro. He's like, (laughs) (laughs) fucking took it back to Wuhan. Here we are, man. I'm blaming TD investment bankers, bro. But yeah, I guess I guess they're trying to sell because like the whole area is changing. And yeah, like I don't know when strip clubs are gonna come back. I mean in I, Toronto. In Florida, they never stop. <laughs> yeah, they they've been full force over there. Yeah. So dudes are gonna have to run these uh tele parties. It reminds and- me of it reminds me of the Scarborough institutions of uh of, of of late so oh. yeah you want to go back into these bro you remember <laughs> you remember tony's east on on shepherd 
Bro, was that the one that had the car sticking? No, no, no that's, that's the one. Tony Zeus was on Shepherd. That got probably got shut down for a, a halal meat store. I think actually, <laughs> Yo, probably, bro. <laughs> Tony Zeus was kind of close to my high school, so like I remember yeah. we, when we when we caught the fake ID, we like went there for lunch one time. Yeah, <laughs> I just kind of went there during the day, caught a burger. He went to Tony's East, <laughs> bro. Titties and tater tots do not mix. You know Dave Chris Rock's been telling you, bro. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Just like <laughs> and just straight up. It was like grade 12, <laughs> caught the fake ID, caught some lunch real quick, had a burger, set went up to the scrippers, went back to fucking chemistry class. Bro, do you remember though that fake ID joint that used to be right outside of Zanzibar? Remember that was like a thing back in high school? Like now nobody knows what age anyone is because everyone's on fucking TikTok. But like, do you remember when people used to go get fake IDs downtown? There used to be like a couple spots where people would go and get these fucking IDs that were like, they said they were from like Ohio or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that shit. It was like McLovin IDs. I was just lucky that um, I was able to do it. I was able to like shift it myself on on our actual IDs, so I was able to like change. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a little. I had a little way of doing it. You had a little way of shifting government IDs. I'm. I'm, just, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bait out the scene, <laughs> but I had a way. Are you? Are you Leonardo DiCaprio? And catch me if you can. Bro, listen, <laughs> yo, don't watch that. B, don't watch that. <laughs> I had a way of shifting a, <laughs> shifting a particular type of number to make it look something else. Right. I just thought you said you looked like every other Ismaili guy. So you <laughs> so took I IDs from the next I took them from the OG. Exactly. Yeah, they blessed me just with their old one. down from like one, like not, it's the first Ismaili guy got here in like 1960. He's just been <laughs> passing his ID down. <laughs> That's a, sir, you don't look like you were born in 1967. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, there was, there was also... Oh man, there's this one. I think it was called Caddies or something. Caddies. It was like Eglinton, yeah. and there was like a car sticking out. That's of right. There. That's one of the old school. Bro, ones. that was the grimiest looking place. <laughs> For sure, the guys who ran that were like Toronto versions of The Sopranos. Hundred percent, dude. <laughs> you like know, nothing 100%. is grimier than Fillmore's though. Oh, but Fillmore's is a special kind of grimy. Yeah, exactly. Like, that is, that is like ultra Fillmore's grimy. was designed to be grimy, you know? It's <laughs> it's like the Lee's Palace of Toronto in a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, next level. Grimy. But that's why The thing is that what I want to know is like, <clears throat> if places like this shut down, you know, like if the brass shuts down, where are white dudes in cargo shorts after Blue Jays home opener is going to go after the game. <laughs> I want to know what are they going to do? Like what is Todd and Bill going to do on their boys day out where they fucking went to home opener, Blue Jays got hammered, drank tall boys all fucking day, shouted out, go Jays, go spent $200 on beers. Now it's 6 PM, right? Only, pl- only place that's left is Zanzibar, bro. Yo, this that place is yo that place runs scams, bro. Brass was a gentleman's establishment, okay? <laughs> yeah. They don't try and so man's, so man's, man's don't fuck with Zanzibar. Eh? Zanzibar did you wrong one time? Yo, no, did no, me no, wrong. Got kicked, kicked out of Zanzibar wrong, one time. He's, he's holding on to it. All the other Toronto ones are what Zanzibar and that other one on King West for your, for your eyes? eyes, yeah. Come on, bro. That's I'd rather go spend a hundred dollars trying to grease a dude to get into a club on King something, Street. Bro. I might get something happened with RC and Zanzibar. <laughs> I want to know this. Man's a grudge holder. Yo, I don't, I don't, I don't hold a specific grudge. I just like. They, look, they threw your ass out like Carlton, bro. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> it's 
excuse me, can I have a lap desk? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Comes back a week later with a fucking fake mustache. <laughs> Yo, dude, I'm just saying, I feel like, look, people, Brass is like world-renowned, world and like, dude, we even like, I remember we had this guy, there was this dude, he came here from Atlanta, strip club capital of the world, and he's like, you know, man, like, I ain't never been to Toronto, Toronto Script Club. I'm like, oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we take this guy, right? Us and like six dudes. We take him there one night. <laughs> and like, lo and behold, it's like a Blue Jays game. So the place is just rammed with dudes in cargo shorts. Like, have some decorum, dude. Have some decorum. <laughs> you cannot wear shorts. These ladies are working hard, bro. They're putting in effort. They're, this is like prime Friday night. You're going to pull a $5 bill, Wilfred Laurier, out of your fucking cargo shorts, put it down on the table. He's just like, hey, buddy, easy access, bro. They got their hats on, fucking still drinking Trucker pictures. Yeah. Pictures. Like, come on, guys. Show a little respect. <laughs> but this, this guy goes in there and he's upset because we didn't know this, but Mans is a script club connoisseur. Like he's, he's from Atlanta. He's just like, he's like, he's like, what's going on around here? How come nobody, the girls are dancing, but nobody's showing appreciation. Nobody's showing up. And I swear to God. He busts out his like stack of ones. Dude, I'm not lying to you. He reached into his, he looks like he worked in IT. I think his name was like Lamar, dude. And I'm not making that up. It was like a white black name calling it. <laughs> and, it was just like, and it was like, he literally reached into his pocket pulled out a stack of ones. I'm like, how do you have that? You're in Canada. Why do you have a stack of US $1 bills? And he- Let me just tell you, one of my best friends does that specific thing. When when there's an event and we need to go to a strip club for whatever bachelor party, whatever the case is, my guy <laughs> goes to the bank and gets $100, $100 in American ones before we go to the strip club. That's the best because there's literally... No other reason you're going to get that. Like even the bank teller knows. Like I don't care if she's like a, you in the bank. I don't care if she's the forty year old Trini lady that <laughs> works at every institution of bank. She's like, oh, you going to strip club tonight? <laughs> like, <it's just> like, <laughs> so for sure. So this guy went and he was like showing appreciation, and he's like, "I'll be honest with you, I never seen this many white women in a strip club, but I'm here for it." And he was showing. <laughs> he's just he's just feeding it. He's just feeding it, man. So yeah, I don't know. And uh, places are. Places are dropping and I just, it's a whole part of this dude's plan. Like I'm not advocating for strip clubs to be open right now. Like for the record, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying the whole haphazard or maybe I'm advocating for it. I don't know, <laughs> dog. It's been a long year, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> but I'm just saying that like all this stuff is just a mess. Dude's a mess. Like, yeah. wait, I, I don't even know if it makes sense to declare waste man of the week anymore. Like, do we just essentially say like, until further notice, Dougie is the waste. Dougie man. is the waste yeah, man of the yeah, week. Yeah, like, until we announce otherwise, until the earth swallows him up whole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just like Dougie, bro. Dougie is just making per- a mess. Permanent waste man of the week. But uh, I have, I have a a, runner really, up? a really close runner up contender. Speaking at Idiot Mondem. Uh, we have, we have, did you hear about Michael Rappaport this past week? Man's- <laughs> already, already I'm angry. I haven't heard too, like, I know roughly, but already I'm angry because I'm hearing his fucking annoying Brooklyn oh, fake yeah. voice. In my, it's like, yo, what was the bro, the Bronx, the Bronx, yo, the Bronx is everything. Yeah, that fucking music video with Jay-Z, I think he was in too. Bro, that's listen, not- Michael Rappaport is, uh, I think, I think everyone's had enough of this guy, but this, but this week, so a few things happened. First. This guy has um, a case against Barstool Sports where he used to work for them 
and there is a wrongful dismissal suit. So that's one part. And another part of this, this entire case is uh, a defamation suit. So he lost the defamation part and the barstool guys released like tapes from, from, uh, from their de- deposition. So, <laughs> Uh, you can't go catch that shit out on Barcelona Sports, but also this week, also, also Barcelona Sports sign us. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Barcelona. Sign us, sign <laughs> us. <laughs> and then also this week, men's uh, uh, Michael Rappaport gets into a Twitter beef with KD, and then they Dog. have some exchanges on on DM, and then Rappaport releases the DM. Yeah, I saw that DM, and he was just like. I think what He's happened like, was... Don't be a baby. Because like KD was doing an interview or yeah, something, exactly. right? He was doing an interview with, I guess, the people on TNT, like with Shaq and Chuck, all those guys. And then I think it's something to do with that. And then Rappaport goes on Twitter and and just tweets some sort of, of his commentary on it. And then basically from that fueled this back and forth between the two, but on DM. And then Rappaport, in a pure bitch move, like posts screenshots of their DMs and now people are mad at KD for saying some homophobic shit but like still yeah cuz he said to get your baby daddy or something like that nice. or something. he called him a he called him a cum guzzling bitch and <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this I don't even think that's I'm not laughing at that for anything to do with like him being gay or LG. Yeah. I just Other than think like that's a term. It's just like a solid. Because I just think that's that's a that's a non-binary issue here. Like you can be trans, you can be however you want to identify. You can still be a cum guzzling bitch. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's just that's just a solid jab. That's just a jab in the eye. Yeah, dude. You exactly. caught him quick. Exactly. So anyway, I think Michael Rappaport straight bitch move for publicizing DM Twitter beef between him and KD. How did Michael Rappaport think he was going to win a defamation suit when he already makes himself look like an idiot every single day? Like, how could you say anything to Michael Rappaport that would bring his reputation down enough to cause him reputational harm? He's fucking Michael Rappaport, dude. Yeah. He's easily (laughs) the most irritating people in show business. His voice, you just want to strangle him a little bit, you know? Just strangle him a little bit. Can't take He's always, like, trying to show this love for hip-hop all the time. And, like, fine, I get it. You like it. But also, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut up, dude. <laughs> it's, it's to the point where he tries too hard at that. You know what I mean? It's like... You're leave doing- KD alone, bro. Everyone likes KD, man. I mean, yeah, sure. Are we happy that he hurt himself in the finals and didn't make us lose the championship? Yes. Okay? No, Is there a chance... He hurt. We're, we're happy... We're not happy that he got hurt. I We don't, we don't wish... We don't wish that. We don't wish ill on him. I wish ill on him. But are we happy that he couldn't play? To the benefit of Toronto sports, absolutely everyone is happy. Yes, we, yeah. of course. Yeah. Okay. And look, KD, we needed it. Okay. We were thirsty in the city. Yeah, we were you, dying. You, yeah, they already had to. They already had yeah, to. Yeah, you, one. Me, me and Lala were calling in the Toronto Star hotline, voting for the Toronto Raptor fucking name after seeing Jurassic Park, bro. I racked up charges. My mom used to yell at me to get off the phone. I used to spend more time on the phone there than I did on the sex line, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So we needed that, okay? Yo, this, and we when needed that back, hard because we had we, we had like a so string bad. of years of like making the playoffs. And we gambled, bro. We, we we sent away our loyal man's Demar for yo, the for the you know like there was a lot Demar for the for the yo man. We uh, needed him, yeah. bro. He 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 sacrificed for this championship. So like yeah, when I saw him go down, I was like, oh, I'm worried about him. But also, I hope he doesn't come back in the game. 
Yeah. I hope it's not like a career-ending injury. I just hope it's a season-ending injury. Yeah. I, and that was and that was on Golden State too. They pushed him. They should they pushed him. Yeah. They pushed him to come back in there. They should not have done that. Clay came out tried to be a hero. He got hurt too, bro. And then Raptors ended the Golden State dynasty. What do you want to say? That's what happens, bro. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Zones. <laughs> yeah. Game of Zones, dog. Game of Zones. <laughs> we the North came. We murdered everyone. We took that championship. Everyone ran around. Everyone had sex all summer. And then COVID <laughs> happened. So would you? <laughs> <laughs> which, you know, which, what a what a timely summer to have that because That's yeah crazy crazy summer leads into the winter covid happens man did we need that that crazy summer before covid happened oh badly yeah. and we had that memory to hold on to and no other nba championship really counts right now i'm gonna say it if you can't have a victory parade your nba championship doesn't count so we <laughs> we are officially still the nba We're holding on to it we're holding on to it, bro. We're holding on to it. It's like when the Blue Jays, like when they won and then the lockdown happened, bro. We were still the champs. Yeah. All right. That's what happened. All these games are fake. It's like dudes playing in a gym, dude. I feel like I'm watching those. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching the those, YMCA, bro. That's what this that's is. I feel like I'm watching those Instagram highlight accounts where like high schoolers are deking each other out, talking shit at press conferences. It doesn't mean anything to me. It's not real, dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's not real. Yeah, okay. If you, if you, have, if so, you haven't had, the, if you haven't had the parade guy, it doesn't count. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You haven't had the parade. You didn't have the fun guy yeah. come through. Doesn't count. You just you just sparked my memory of of that. Did you watch the whole series of Game of Zones around that? I time? I did not watch the whole series. I thought parts of it, Fucking but I wasn't I wasn't one of the diehards, man. When they <laughs> when they do the whole part with like Kawhi being like a like a like a White Walker, <laughs> and they make Popovich, they make Popovich like the king of the of the. I think I think that's how it was. I don't remember it, but crazy. Yeah, yeah well, those guys that that stuff was so the rage. They did a, that they year. Did a great like, job they, with that. Perfect timing, man. Perfect, perfect shout out to, timing. Shout out to Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report, sign us, sign us, sign us. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's been another episode of Toronto Man's Pod. It's your boy, Lala. Yo, this RC. Uh, keep following on uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to us. And uh, hit us up on TikTok, all the socials. We'd love to hear from you, what you're interested in hearing about. We know that you love tar- trashing Doug Ford, so we're going to keep that up for sure. <laughs> we out. Peace.